Hey everyone, I hope you're doing really well today, and today I'm going to actually have something that I was hesitant to talk about because, you know, it's not easy talking about your losses in life, and today I'm going to talk about all the lessons I've learned when investing and the mistakes that I've made, both financially, the percentage-wise, maybe I'll give you a few dollar amounts, but overall, I'm taking these lessons and owning them, and that way I could learn and improve. The number one lesson that I'm going to want to take away is I need to have humility when investing, that I know I don't know all the answers. And, you know, at the end of the day, I've made mistakes being a little bit hubris or too cocky with my decisions. And I've always fallen on my sword with those decisions. So the first lesson I learned, I bought Fitbit back in 2015. 15, I believe, 2015, 2016, and I got a tip from a colleague saying, hey, you know, you should uh, you should buy this stock. It's going to take away Apple market share. They're releasing another line of product, and it's going to be a sure thing, or it's going to be a really good deal. And so I took his advice. I, I did some research, but not a lot, and I bought I don't know, $2,000. Mind you, I was young when this happened, so $2,000 was a lot of money for me then. I wasn't even working, I was still a student. So I put $2,000 in there. About three to four months after I bought it, I had, it went from $2,000 to like 600 bucks or 500 bucks. And I was down like 1,400, 1,500 in the hole, like, like 70% or so, and it was just the worst feeling ever. I hated it, I was so upset. I learned a lesson though, and that is never take a tip from someone to buy a stock. You can make the case, yes, I should have done the research deeper. Maybe I shouldn't have bought it based off of the advice of, of someone else. If you look at Jim Cramer, you look at any any particular person, they've made so many mistakes. And yes, there are certain people that don't fit that mold. But the, the most important thing is this, at least when you lose money and you come to terms with the decision on your own, at least you could own it and go to bed at night being like, yeah, like I messed up on the research. I could, I need to adjust this and this next time. Whereas if you just buy it off of a tip, it could be a whole host of reasons and you have no root cause analysis. And point is, it was a big lesson and I haven't bought a stock from a tip ever since then. There was uh, another stock that I lost a lot of money with um, as well. And it was kind of, you know, I was kind of looking at the Whole Foods, you know, what products are making it to Whole Foods. And I bought Tattooed Chef a couple years ago. It was actually delisted, meaning I can't even sell it if I wanted to. And uh, it was a big investing plunder I made and I regret it. Point is, it wasn't too much, but my entire investment went to zero. So it was a very hard thing to see that. And I, I, they may be bankrupt now, but this was in the hype of the easy money in 2021. It was, it was bad. I've also lost a lot of money trading altcoins. And these altcoins were very risky. In fact, um, I actually kind of bought a lot of them because I was studying the use cases. But the problem is these use cases were kind of put together by the white papers, by the, the team that creates it, to try to try and sell the token. So I ended up reading them, being like, this is so exciting. Now you're going to have auto, auto insurance. It's going to be on the blockchain and settlement will happen in real time and all this cool stuff. 
I never thought to ask myself, why do we need that? Why do, why, like, who cares if an insurance claim takes two weeks? Maybe there's a good reason that it takes two weeks because then more due diligence can happen. You know, I, I kind of was realizing that crypto, not Bitcoin, crypto was looking for a problem that didn't exist Whereas Bitcoin actually only had one purpose, and that is to become a better and harder money that can transmit value globally. So when I came to this conclusion with crypto, I, yeah, I've lost a lot of money in crypto. But the point is, I've learned don't just, when you're doing research, you got to go deeper than the white paper. You got to get cross-functional, peer-reviewed, and more than peer-reviewed, you need to understand end-to-end what the problem is they're trying to solve. Because at the end of the day, everyone's trying to promise they can do this and that. Is it really a problem? And what's the total addressable market of that problem? And all these crypto projects would probably be better with a centralized database. The next one is earnings and profitability. Now, I've lost, I would say, and I know I'm going through my losses, but I just wanted to quickly say, like, I was listening to a podcast a few years ago, probably 2016, 20, actually it was a while ago, but it was Invest at the Best, and this was before the stock split of Tesla, way before that, it was like 100 bucks a share, 200 bucks a share, and I'm a value investor, I've read all the value investing books from Ben Graham, and Intelligent Investor, Warren Buffett, all this stuff, I, I've done it all. And I was studying the price to earnings ratio of Tesla at the time, and it looked too overvalued. And I wanted to gain the opinion of others, not the tip, the opinion of others, if this would be a good position to get into. And through their opinion, they said, no, they're not profitable. Their growth prospects may be dampened due to this, this, and this. And the point is they were they, they didn't like it because they've never been profitable. And they never they they thought they never would have been profitable. Point is this: I probably lost out on you know twenty five, fifty, hundred thousand dollars because I and I you know you don't take advice on these podcasts. You always need to consult an advisor. But the point is, I didn't get into it because I thought it was overvalued um, myself as well. I was wrong. Of course, it's, it wasn't. I, of course, these stocks, they build in 10, 15 years into the future, the, the earnings. And, you know, it was one thing that I was very short-sighted on. And I learned a lesson. Don't just look at the current PDE ratio and the price-to-book ratio and the net income statement and all this. Look 10 to 15 years. What problems is, is it going to solve? Is it going to try to address a new market that we don't know of yet? like the battery market, which is what Tesla's doing. Um, are they just selling cars? No, of course they're not. They're selling lots of lots of different things. So um, point is, I messed up big there. Um, it's if, if you were a value investor in the past probably five or six years, you probably underperformed the market. And I'm, I've always been a value investor. So yes, I have underperformed the market. Point is, having that humility to recognize the mistake and changing and pivoting your mindset when you know you're wrong. The next thing is getting greedy. There's been so many times I've purchased a stock or a crypto or something because I thought I was gonna make a lot of money doing it and every single time I've I've lost. Maybe a few times I've, I've been up, but 
for the most part, I've been greedy in my past, and by, by being greedy, you kind of have this fog kind of in the air where you, you can't see clearly what what it is. You can't see it truly for what it is. And the point is, I highly recommend you I, to advise all of you to not get greedy with your investments. Keep a principled approach and don't buy, you know, start buying a ton when it goes high and then selling when it gets low. That's the next biggest thing is, I know a lot of people bought Bitcoin at 40, 50, 60,000 and then they ended up selling it 15, 20, 30,000. That's the exact opposite of what you should be doing. You should be buying 10, 15, 20, 30,000, maybe still buying when you're higher, but point is people tend to buy high and sell low that are chasing individual stocks and stuff like that just because they're scared, right? And when the fear and greed index, when the fear is high, people tend to sell. When the fear is low and there's greed operating, people tend to go crazy and pump it up to very heightened valuations. So anyways, I hope these lessons lessons have helped you, whether it's taking a tip from someone or it is not studying the balance sheet enough or getting greedy, focusing too much on the current PDE ratio, price to book ratio. Point is having a, you know, investing is more of an art than a science. It's a mosaic of everything coming together. If you just look at the metrics or you just look at kind of where they are now, you're missing the bigger picture. You gotta go where the hockey puck is going. And that is one of the most important things when it comes to investing. Now, I hope you guys all had a good day, good week. Satsmate is out.